0: You're listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, Episode 75. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubuli. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Omileti Olubumi. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, spirituality and growth. So turn up the volume in your car, put on your earbuds. This is a good time for coffee or tea. Just grab something good to drink and let's chat. This episode is being brought to you by our own Orisha Traditions Journey Type Quiz. Take this short quiz and find out. This is for anyone who is interested and maybe into the Orisha Traditions and they want to know what is their style and how you can work with your style as you are immersing yourself into these traditions. It's good to know where you are so that you know your challenges and strength to help you get there faster and with less bumps and scrapes in the road. Go to ArishaWisdom.com forward slash Iya Omileti and click on the button that says quiz. It says it right in the middle. Take the quiz. It takes a few minutes. Watch the video afterwards and it'll tell you where you fall. It is very exciting. Take it Be honest and enjoy your journey. With that, let's get this episode going. It has become an Orisha Wisdom podcast tradition to have a year review of lessons learned once a year. And boy, what a year this has been. I have to tell you, you're you're going to be hearing this in the beginning of 2022. I had this skeleton already done for weeks. And I actually reconsidered having this episode for 2022 as it was a tough year. This one was one for the books. Oh, my. However... I realize that we all have had battle scars from their years. Some years have more scars than other years, and we're all here. We're all standing or sitting, but we're all here. So in the spirit of self-growth in all aspects of life, here we go, and in no particular order. I wish I had a little music that I'm like, or something. (laughs) But here we go. Trust is a really fragile commodity, which should be valued. I know I'm starting with like something deep, but hey, I told you there was no order. When it comes to personal and spiritual things, trust will have a really big play into your life. There are people that you have trusted with this or that or, you know, or in the traditions and in your personal life. And in one instant, like plop in a snap, that trust can be broken. What I am learning is that people are not linear. And the question then comes up, do you work on trying to repair the broken trust or is it time to go? In my instance, for some people, I have quickly chosen to let them go. I don't have to be forced to do anything with anyone, especially if I do not feel any effort coming from them. And I'm okay with that. Then there are those others that over time have shown you love and devotion. And yes, the trust is broken. But you feel that there is value in them and you choose to remain there. But this path is actually much harder because um, I don't remember which movie it was. Oh my god, I can't believe it! Earth curls are easy today. Oh my god, that totally shows my age. But in the movie, um, this girl talks about to talks to her fiance about trust, and she refers it to a nail. And I really did write the whole broken nail thing. And it's like, you know, the nail, when it's broken, it can be repaired, but it's never the same as when it was okay. And it may never be the same. So that's a lesson. Here's another one. Stand in your truth. This one is a huge one for me personally this year because it has fallen in my spiritual and personal arena. Some things happened this year that changed me from within. I don't think after this year I will be back anywhere near that person I was. I'm hoping that the changes that are happening are for the better, but my insides are still hurting. I'm very guarded and I'm not trusting because of these instances. There sometimes comes a time where you will have to decide. Should I agree with XYZ just to keep the peace or should I stand in my truth no matter what happens at the end? (sighs) Three major things happened to me this year that changed me. They hardened me this year and I chose to stand in my truth and when I did that, I stood alone and, um, oh my God, as I'm, when I was writing my notes, the the tears welled up and as I'm telling it to you, it's like I'm reliving part of it because those were very, they were extremely lonely places to be at. One of them, I stood with my Arisha alone. And although I was condemned anyway, I knew that my Orisha had my back while the humans punished me. And I'll never forget that feeling that although I thought I was breaking, I knew that my Orisha had my back because I stood in my truth and I still have zero shred of guilt for doing that. The repercussions from that have been immense, but I don't regret them because I was genuine and I stood in my truth. Oh my God, I got the tears. They're like all messing up my glasses and stuff. Sometimes the belief in what you think is right is much stronger than anything in front of you. And that's hard especially when you're trying to see about keeping the peace. This also taught me that dictators love sheep because they follow blindly. And they never question anything. And they hate those who question, who ask, you know, why do we do that? Why do, you know, and who says this? And this might not be right. And dictators will find those people and kill them. This is just a reality because they are dangerous to their regimes. And I have learned that sometimes the price of dying is not as high as the price of letting things happen over and over. Sometimes the price of change is worth it all. But it still sucks. But still worth it all. (laughs) Here's another thing. It is wise to nurture great relationships in your personal and spiritual life. There are those people that you will always call to hang out with who are fun and those are the great people to hang out with. Then there are those people who will listen to you rant and rave and cry about your latest project or listen to you without judgment. If you have one of those people in your life, oh my God, nurture them always. Value them. Be the same rock to them that they are to you because someday you might truly see their value and love for you and it will be the difference between you going down a dark road and climbing out from the sinking hole to a better life. So from your hell to a much better life. Here's another point, another lesson learned. Do what you can for your family because there may be a time when they may not be around and you can be filled with guilt and regret. And I mean what you can. I don't mean everything, just what you can. Let me define can. Do what you can physically do. Do what you can emotionally afford. Do what you can mentally accommodate. Those three. I have some family members that I can only manage in small dosages, like teeny dosages at a time. And I can support, I can be there, I can talk, I can chat with, but only for a small period of time. For me, just do what I can so that I can still be emotionally, mentally, and physically sane to deal with whatever. Once any request or interaction is done, start digging. Or once they start to negatively impact my physical space, my emotional my mental reserves, it's time to pull the plug in whatever project and or endeavor. And I had to write that down because sometimes you are guilted into, yeah, but that's, you know, that's my sister, or that's my cousin, or that's my mother, that's my father. And then you you end up staying drained. And yeah, that that's that's not cool. So if you find that is somebody or something stressing you totally out, pull the plug. Next lesson. I am my own backup. This happens to have been, (laughs) this happens to have been my year motto. However, I'm going to add to it. I am my own backup, but Arisha has my back. And I'm going to tell you the story of where that came from. <laughs> ah, I haven't thought about this in a while. So as you know, I made cards, Arisha cards. I've always felt very strongly about having cards that have the Orisha names on it instead of, you know, just sunflowers and then getting a blank card with sunflowers and saying, Goshun loves you. Like I really wanted something to be meaningful. And I... I'm never on video. This has to do with Ifa. Y'all have an issue with it. Go ask Ifa. And um, I said, oh, I have somebody that I'm thinking about. And I would love for her to do the videos for me. Because she can be on video. And we started to write out scripts and situations. This was great. And I was going to pay her X amount of dollars and blah, blah, blah. I took the day off, I remember. She was ready. She said she had memorized the lines, blah, blah, blah. She was on her way to my house. I had sent her before like a bunch of my cards so that she could take a feel of my cards and we could start working together. Everything was great. Day off, I get a text saying, I'm sorry, I'm not feeling well or my daughter or something. My daughter-in-law, I think it was, um, I can't come over right now and, you know, sorry. Okay. And I'm like, oh my God, I took the day off of work. What am I going to do? And I was freaking out. And I was pacing. And I remember my husband said, well, you didn't have a plan B. I'm like, no, she was my plan B and C and D and T and S and every plan. She was it. He says, well, that's sad. And he walked away. Oh, I was so pissed off. And um, I remember walking and this is when I was doing my daily or re-meditations and doing or re-meditations or re-meditations. And as I'm walking in the kitchen, I literally am pacing, and I stopped, like, dead on my tracks. A voice that sounded just like me said, I mean, what was it? You're your own backup. And I'm like, wait, what? How, I can't be on video. How am I going to make videos? Like, what is going on? And I was thinking, and then a little thought, I'm staring at my son, and I said, Canva, Canva, maybe I can try Canva. He goes, what? I'm like, don't worry about it. So I run upstairs, and I realized that the program Canva that I have, which is how I create many of the wonderful graphics for you guys, has videos. I said, word, oh my. And that's when it hit. I am my own backup. I was like, word, oh boy. And I... It's been a swirl after that because I can still now do videos. I can do voiceovers on top of the videos. I can do a lot of things now and I'm very grateful for that experience because now I don't have to rely on someone because I'm my own backup. However... Orisha has my back. So there's that story of where that came from. And I'm going to tell you where the Orisha part comes in. So I've mentioned before, and I don't remember if I mentioned it on the podcast, but everybody should try to do the abos that are marked for them as soon as they come. I lag many times. And I've always spoken that I eat lots of humble pie often. (laughs) <laughs> this one was one. I have a fear of my anniversary castings because I do. Oh, my, I do. But in my anniversary, I don't even remember. It was like a year ahead or so. Um, They just wanted to help me. And I have here written, say the story of Ogun. So here goes. Vulnerability, here we are. Ogun came out for my casting that he wanted me to do a certain abode. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it. And I was going to do it. I was gun ho That's the story of my life. I was gun gun ho And I didn't do it. And month passed, time passed, and I didn't do it. And the next year anniversary came up, and my heart sank. You know when you know you've done something wrong? <laughs> And I'm like, oh, crap, I missed that Ebo. And he cats, he goes, well, he's saying that he wants you to give him back the stuff. And I'm like, well, what else do I have to do? Because usually if you don't do the Ebo on time, they add up on it. Like, okay, if it was like a, a dish, now it's a dish, five roosters, three pigs, and one elephant. And I'm like, oh, like my heart is like, Oh, what is it? What do they want? What does he want? He goes, no, he wants the same thing. And I was so humbled and I felt so crappy. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do the abo, And I did. I did it piece by piece. It took a couple of pieces, but I did it. And that Ebo was supposed to be for my car. And it was to protect me from death by accident. But I drive so safely. I'm like, not a big deal. So, on July 19th, 2021, I was in New York on my way back home here to North Carolina. As soon as I get on the highway, uh, all I felt was a bump. But the bumps speeded up my car to the point that I lost control in the highway. And I had no choice but to crash myself against a fence in order to stop the car because my brakes were not working. And... um. I said, okay, am I okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. And I got up. I did not realize the intensity of the accident until the video was taken the next morning, like the morning, like when the sun, because the sun was not out when I got hit. And the state trooper who was there, he said, you know, you're very lucky that you walked out of this. You're not as lucky as the guy I just came from. He did not walk out of it. And it was something very similar. And it was just down." like the same highway and I was very humbled I was very scared but I was very humbled because the Orisha cared enough that even though I did not follow the instruction that year that he still wanted to protect me and protect my life and um oh my god I don't talk about it that much um I try to put it away but um Arisha does have your back. So, yeah, you are your own backup, but Arisha has your back. So, you still have to do your things. And I wanted to share the story because, like I said, man, it was a difficult year last year, but I'm here. So, ma ferefung ogun. All right. Next item learned use the tools that are available to you and use them. My personal life really put a stop to my business this year, which is why my podcasts took a dive. I closed the doors to Alejo's One Hundred and One for months, actually almost the entire year. The weekly calls that I have with the students—they ended. One-on-one calls pretty much took—they're non-existent. I was so sad because of the traumatic things that happened to me in 2021. And it took a few things to help me get out. Well, I'm still getting out of it, but it took a few things. I decided that my goal for one day was going to be back on track. Literally, that was my goal for the day. It was like, what is your goal for the day? Get back on track. Then I wrote it down. And then I tried to do one thing to get back on track. And then The next day, same thing, but the next day I did not do it, so then I had to get back on track. And then the next day, what's your goal? To get back on track. And then I would do two things. Then I decided to go back to do the things that I did and to see what tools I have so that I can put them to work, and I started to use one of those tools cuz normally I'm like a beast and when I'm in beast mode it's like I can handle like pff, a lot. But when you're getting out of such a crazy traumatic funk, sometimes one tool is all that you can handle. Then I decided to be honest with an accountability partner, I love you Sandra, who would send me almost daily reminders to ask me if I did what I said I was going to do. By the way, is still happening. If she hears this, I love you, Sandra, like a lot. And it's been months. I love my girl, Sandra. <laughs> so if she's listening, she's probably going to be cracking up. I decided to go back to my downloaded books. I'm a big fan of Audible, y'all. And If you are like me, I don't, like my vision is not as good as it used to be. And I'd actually prefer to listen to books now. So Audible is the way to go. And also to YouTube for inspiration to help me with tools. To this day, I still open up my mornings with inspiration from YouTube. I have them there and they help to inspire me. I had to go back to places like Skillshare. Skillshare. And start honing in on my art just to see I had a ton of tools already, but I just had to use them. Okay. Next item you can't learn them. You can't help them all, not learn. Ooh, that was a Freudian slip. I really like that. Maybe I'm going to analyze that, but you can't help them all. This is one stings. Because even with the people that you love, you want to help them, but they don't want your help. Heck, they don't even ask for your help. Then why are you doing it? Because it's right? Because it feels good? Because they need it? Because you know best? Because what? So what I'm learning is, is that sometimes you just have to let them be. Because they do not want your help. And your help will not be greatly appreciated or received. And it will be a waste of your time and mental health. Sometimes we just have to withhold. It might just be the road that they need to take. They might have to go through certain experiences in order to fulfill their destiny. Many times, oh gosh, many times, when you put your butt in, with your awesome help, and it doesn't end well for you. You're like, oh my God, I'm so hurt. I did not want my help. And sometimes what I heard was, yeah, but nobody asked you. And I thought, you know what? You're right. It hurt, but it's true. Hurt, but true. So here is another one. Everyone's a critic. Oh, my God, it needs to be in a billboard with added verbiage of so effing what. (laughs) When you're doing anything, something, even trying to begin something, anything worthwhile to you, there will always be someone there to have a full commentary of what you're doing. This happens not only in personal life, but work and everything else around You take all of that personal, this is to me, because I take so many things personally, or you realize that anyone who has ever done anything worthwhile has been criticized. You can be doing your best, and then someone will have quickly something to say. The peanut gallery is going to always have something to say. So here's a quick tip. Take everything as feedback to help you improve and then chuck it away. This is a constant skill that I'm hoping to one day have as as earnestly as I breathe. Because I struggle with this. Because I am human. Okay? Here's another thing. Keep constant reminders of your goals somewhere where you can see them on a daily basis. My walls, my bathrooms, my notebook is now covered with all kinds of goals. Why? Because many times life will happen and you will need a reminder of your why. Because yes, because some days you'd rather not. And every day you are blessed being alive and you have another chance to live and go after that. So make it count. Here's another one. Another lesson. Oh, boy. Death is inevitable. Of course, you know this. I know this, right? Not an epiphany. Nothing you've never heard of, right? But this year, it hit hard. And we have to grieve. Grieve. We have to get help. We have to be vulnerable and accept the help that we can get. We must live each day and take one moment at a time. I've said this before, but now I think I'm going to start posting it everywhere. I may make a t-shirt about it. Personal goal. When I die, I want to say that I've done everything that I wanted to do and that I have no regrets of doing this or that. I want zero regrets. I'm like, I wanted to eat that, I ate it. I wanted to do that, I ate it. I wanted to try this, I did it. Did I suck at it? Absolutely, but I enjoyed going after it. I want to die in my own terms. Here is the last one, guys. You have been with me. I didn't even number them because they were just coming as I was writing my notes. Your personal growth, Is just for you. Ah, people will have their opinion of all the things that you have to fix about yourself. Oh yeah, they're going to have a list on all the crazy crap that is wrong with you. And they may be right. But only you and just you are responsible to change and to make all of the steps. The learning that you do is just for you and you only. It's for your betterment. You own what you learn. And it can never be taken away from you. Do it for you and for you only. Maybe if there is a time that somebody else appreciates that wonderfulness that you have, then great. Then you share. But don't do it because somebody's telling you to, to learn this or to do this. Do it for you because that knowledge is all you. All right. You have reached the end of this episode. This was a doozy one. For show notes, go to com forward slash 75. What did you think about this episode? What lessons have you learned in 2021? Would you like to share? Share in the comments. Share when you get this. Share on social media. Hashtag Arisha Wisdom Podcast. Let me know. I do. I'm interested because this year has been tough, tough, tough. But you know what? We are all, all here. Just a couple of announcements before we go. This episode was brought to you by your Orisha Traditions Journey Type Quiz. Take this quiz to find out what is your journey type and get ready to learn and enjoy your spiritual journey. Go to orishawisdom.com forward slash Iya Omileti and take the quiz. Find out if you are a confident hunter. Find out if you're a guarded warrior or a chari traveler or a tyro seeker. Find out what these things mean. This is absolutely... It took months for it to happen, but it is here. Wanted to also share with you, your virtual ELE took a stop in December. The holidays, it just put a plug When we tried to start, it just paused. However, New Year. We are still looking for the founding members, and we are going to be starting to do all of our work this month. I hope that you will be part of the 27 members that we are looking for. It is available right now for $27 a month for the first 27 founding members. In order for you to get in on that before it increases, go to com forward slash Ilya Omileti and be a proud founding member of your virtual ILE. Another reminder, because this winter I was a little... <laughs> I'm trying to find the word... I got a little happy I started making these um, pillows and they has Arisha things on it so I am only going to be making a very limited amount they will not be made again. Maybe later, um, but not right now. So whatever, because I only bought a certain amount of pillows and the art is going to go on them. And if you want them, just keep an eye out on the Etsy store. But in the meantime, you can get mugs and shirts of, you know, you know, hold on. Let me call my bubble out. Oh, I love that one. That one's so good. <laughs> and there's some other stuff that's coming. So I just wanted to let you know that that's there. If you have found value in what I do and the content that I create, check out my Patreon page. Because as a patron of Patreon, you have access to all of the podcast episodes and other content that is exclusive before it is published to the general public, except the exclusive. Content because that's all for patrons only. So, only if you are able to and if you want to come to support the Orisha Wisdom podcast, and you can do that by going to patreon.com forward slash Iya Omileti. And that's what I have for today. I'm very excited for this upcoming year. I wish you the best of growth. I wish you blessings. I wish you to not cover up the scars from the past year, but to just look at them with pride. Those are your battle scars. You have survived 2021 and let's get ready to have a phenomenal 2022. So stay tuned for the next couple of episodes. We are going to go through one. I promise that one of the next episodes is going to be, if you have a lekis, you're going to be clutching at them because you're like, I can't believe she said that. But many more and many more episodes of Ask a just a lot more is coming. So stay tuned. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo! Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at OrishaWisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at OrishaWisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed.